الحمد لله رب العالمين له الحمد الحسن والثناء الجميل وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله يقول الحق وهو يهن السبيل السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Good morning everyone My name is Bilal Abdul Razak and inshallah I'm titling this podcast as Tips to Memorizing the Quran So before I start this actually this is my first time podcasting and I hope this turns out well and I do not do myself fit to talk about this but the little experience I have I think it is worth sharing so what and why should one memorize the Quran let me take it through an overview of what I'm going to talk about today inshallah I would like to talk about what and why one should memorize the Quran the merits of the Quran what are those things you need to hold with you when memorizing the Quran what are those things you need to pay attention to and I'll share my Quran story with you also inshallah and I'll be talking about how to revise how to memorize methods to memorizing the Quran easy methods to memorizing the Quran inshallah so firstly why should you memorize the Quran as they all know that the Quran is Kalamullah the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this mujarrad the fact that this Quran is the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is um enough as is enough as uh, a reason why you should memorize it because Odin وَمَنْ يُعَذِّمْ شَعَائِرَ اللَّهِ فَإِنَّهَا مِنْ تَقْوَى الْقُلُوبِ Those who owed uh, the sha'air of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Those who give it, they give it, uh, they magnify the sha'air of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Whoever magnifies the sha'air of Allah Then that, the act of magnifying the sha'air of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Is from the taqwa of the qalb From fearing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala So why you should memorize the Quran? It is there is no text in the Quran that says it is important it, that commands us to memorize the Quran. Nor is it in the Sunnah that we should memorize the Quran. But it is mustahab. It is loved that one memorizes the Quran. And this is gotten from many ahadiths of Rasulullah sallallahu One of it is that Rasulullah sallallahu says, "Inna lillahi ahluna min al-nas." You see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he has kings and he has oath amongst mankind, amongst mankind. So he was asked, who are these people? He said, whom are the Quran? They are the people of the Quran. When I say people of the Quran, how do you become a person of the Quran? Is it memorizing the Quran? Ibn Qayyim rahimahullah, he says, a lot of people who memorize the Quran recognize the ayat. But unfortunately, the ayat will not recognize them. So it's not a mujarrad of memorizing the Quran. It's not just memorizing the Quran. You need to memorize the Quran. You need to act by it. You need to reflect when you're citing it. You need to... So I'll mention all, all the things you need to do before it can be counted as one who is from the Ahl al-Quran. Allah. The special kings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is also said in one of the ahadiths of Rasulullah that it will be said to the yuqali li sahibi al-Qur'an It will be said to one who has memorized the Qur'an and acted by it Recite and um, climb and ascend Khatib al-Baghdari, he mentioned 
in one of his hadith, he mentioned in one of his books that you see the Jannah is of 100 Darajat. Darajat means level. So Jannah is of 100 levels. And these levels are proportion that they are divided with some portions in the Quran. So it will be said to you, recite and ascend. As you are reciting, when you recite above one level, then you climb, you ascend to the next level. So you recite and ascend. Uh-huh. You see your position today, your abode today, will be the last ayah you recite. So when you stop, when you are exhausted, when you've exhausted your ayat, the ayat in your brain, then you stop at where you stop reciting. That's going to be your abode. So this is important. So whoever has memorized the whole Quran, definitely is going to be in the top level. This abode is going to be the top level of Jannah. So this is that. Also, one who has memorized the Quran, it is said in one of the hadiths that, uh, one who has memorized the Quran, his parents will be crowned on the day of Qiyamah with a crown shining brighter than the sun. This is enough as uh, as sharof for the parents. The parents will ask, why am I being, uh, why am I being uh, given this, this, um, uh, why am I being, why am I in this position? So it will be said to them that your son did this and that. So this is why it's important to memorize the Quran. So the fadail of the Quran. So now let's talk about how you start memorizing the Quran. One of our teachers, one of my teachers told me that if you want to memorize the Quran, do not ask. This question, people ask it a lot. But he told me that do not ask how to start. Do not ask. Just start. If that was tiring, Billah. Start and stick Allah's uh, assistance because when you start saying, you know, the problem with people that want to memorize the Quran and say, I want to memorize the Quran, I want to memorize the Quran, their major problem is something the ulama they call a teswif. What is teswif? Procrastination. I'll start, well, inshallah, I'll start next month. When next month comes, ah, I'm busy now, I'll start. I don't have time, I don't have much time. I'll start next two weeks. After two weeks, I'll start. After my exams, after exams, I'll start after the holiday. So until they are not able to memorize anything from the Quran. So first kill that spirit of procrastination. Kill that spirit. This is the first thing you need to do. Kill the spirit of procrastination and start seeking Allah's assistance. Anything you want to do, seek Allah's assistance. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Taha, Increase, say, oh my lord, increase me in knowledge. So, increase, ask Allah Allah to increase your knowledge and start. So, how do you start? What do you need to do before you start? The first thing you need to do before start, you start memorizing the Quran is what? Tahsin al Eh? Tukhlis niyyatak. Ikhlas Or Tahsin Purifying your intentions. Why am I memorizing? A lot of people memorize the Quran today. But unfortunately, the Quran has not memorized them. A lot of people recognize the Quran today, but unfortunately, the Quran does not recognize them. You see a lot of people memorizing the Quran because of competitions. Quran, Quran. In fact, some people have turned it into business. Where they memorize the Quran so that they might compete with each other and win washing machines, get tickets to Umrah and the likes. So firstly, you need to do Ikhlas Unniyah. 
ask yourself, why am I memorizing? Is it for people to say, I am an hafiz? Or is it for people to say, MashaAllah, his qira'ah is so beautiful. Imam al-Biyi, he says in his song that, فَرَأْسُ الْعِلْمِ تَقْوَى اللَّهِ حَقًّا وَلَيْسَ بِأَنْ يُقَالُ لَقَدْرَ أُسْتَاهِ You see the main knowledge, what is the, the real knowledge? Is what taqwa Allah is fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Well, it's not that they say it's not it's not for people to say like oh the man has reached a very high position. So it's not for people to say this. It's that you fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the last one that I say is this an ayah in the Quran supports this um saying of Imam al Biri. So Ibu Ta'iya. You see, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran. إنما يقش الله من عباده العلماء. You see, those who fear Allah subhanahu wa taala among the servants are the knowledgeable ones. So not not just an alim that knows a lot, but one that is who is fearful of Allah subhanahu wa taala is what you should be, is what you aim to be. So this is the first thing. You need to do what tahsin al niyyah. Secondly, after you've done ikhlas al niyyah, then this is the this is the matter of the qalb. This is the first thing you need to do. Secondly, you need a mentor. Yes, we've heard of stories of people that memorize the Quran without mentors. But you you need a mentor. It is very difficult for you to memorize the Quran without a mentor. One, you might not be able to discipline yourself. You may not have self-discipline. You may not be able to discipline yourself enough. And two, your qira'a, your tajweed might not be that strong enough to take you to that position so you need a mentor you need to find a mentor and if you cannot find a mentor i believe you can memorize on your own but the best is that you should look for a mentor so thirdly you need to have sound knowledge at least above average knowledge of tajweed you need to have knowledge of tajweed because without tajweed when you memorize the quran you get both one secondly you when you recite yourself you get you feel irritated when you recite because without Tejweed, your Qira'a is going to be spoiled, it's going to be ruffled, and it's going to be difficult for you to correct your Qira'a even after learning Tejweed. So you need Tejweed. You need Tejweed. And also, when memorizing, you need to... You also, you need to read stories about... I think this will help a lot, because this kind of helped me when I was memorizing the Qur'an. I read stories about the Salaf, the uh, past predecessors, their stories with the Qur'an. So when you read stories about the predecessors, our past predecessors, the pious past predecessors, when you read the stories about how they memorize the Quran, you feel motivated, you feel enthusiastic to memorize this Quran. So one of these is uh, Shafi'i rahimahullah. He memorized the Quran in 40 days. That's how sharp Allah uh, how sharp his brain is. So and you read stories about the predecessors you if you can follow their methods then you can you should so i said also that i'll be sharing my story my qissa uh my quran story actually my story is not a is not an awesome story like that but i think it should be able to motivate somebody who is feeling down or who is kind of getting distracted i'll mention the mistakes i've made when memorizing the quran and the good things I think I did when my son Initially, 
I never nurtured the feeling to memorize the Quran. I never nurtured the thought to memorize the Quran when I was young, because the word half is, in fact, was not common where I lived. So I started the Quran. It was actually I was forced to start the Quran. I was not really interested. I disliked Madrasa initially, initial stage of my life. I can remember those that taught me first. The first school that taught me the Quran, there were three twin, three, there were three plates. So I was always running from Madrasa until we located when my mom had to uh, look for an Ustaz, a private Ustaz to take me Quran. I did not memorize, I was not memorizing Quran. I, I was I was to memorize Quran, but I wasn't memorizing. I was just learning how to recite. And Ustaz Ismail, Hafizullah, he taught me Alhamdulillah to recite the Quran. At least fluently, but not really with Tajweed, but at least was fluent. And even I was not serious, though I was not serious, I kind of benefited a lot of Ustaz Ismail. So it went on like that. I was not memorizing, but I'd, I could remember my primary school. We were the way I was our structure. Our primary school was. Now, <coughs> so sorry. Now, our primary school was structured in a way that before you graduate from the school, you need to memorize at least a juzu, asidic. We had to memorize juzu amma. I did not memorize because I was not serious, but I was memorizing because the Quran was kind of I was familiar with surah with surah just because the chorus and everything but I never had the mind to memorize I never had the thought to memorize I was not interested in memorizing in fact my brother was ahead of me memorization during those days so after primary school I and I I owned the I enrolled in secondary school the zeal to memorize Quran was still not there, but something came. I had the zeal to memorize, I had the wish to speak Arabic, just Arabic. Just Arabic. So we learned Islamic. Uh, not, I wasn't even having the uh, thought to, to learn Islamic knowledge, but I want, to, I want to speak Arabic because when I see our teachers speaking Arabic, I, so I got fascinated by what they say and everything. So I was always. Uh, wishing to be able to speak Arabic one day and this was a bad ninja actually because I was not I was not learning to I was not wishing to speak I was not not turning the thought to speak Arabic because of Islam or because I want to use it for the deen I don't want to, be able to speak it because I see people speaking it I want to be able to speak it I want to feel I'm on God so so until I got to I think SS class and I met the first half with a junior to me and uh, I saw the way we were praising him. He joined us and he was being held with a very, was given a high position way because he had memorized the Quran. And I was, I felt somehow that this is your junior. So I became, I befriended that boy and he told me about his journey to Quran, to memorizing the Quran. He told me memorizing in three years, and this, that, and all, all that. I felt like, is this possible? How is it possible for you to place the whole Quran on your head, like from Surah Al-Baqarah to Surah Al-Nas? Place the whole Quran on your head. Is it possible? 
I doubted this, but when I saw people doing it, I was like, ah, this is, I don't think it's possible for you, Bilal. But I, I started, the thought came, I, I need to memorize the Quran too. So I had to thought, just memorize the Quran and be able to speak Arabic. So, unfortunately, there wasn't much that school in my area then. So I started on my own. I told myself I'm going to memorize it on my own. Then my Tajweed wasn't wasn't up to average. In fact, it was not it was not good. It was poor. My Tajweed was poor. I could only decide to but I could not. I do not. I did not know anything about Tajweed. I knew Tajweed, but it was just like the practical, uh, the oral aspect, uh, the theory aspect. I did not know the practical aspect. So I started memorizing the Quran on my own. I went to source. I went to Jizamma. I did Muraja of Jizamma, but it was because I've done it several. Because of the how familiar I was with the ayat, it was so boring. Astaghfirullah. It was so boring. I stopped this amma. I went to Tabarak. I felt it was so boring. I went to Jizu. So I stopped. I left this Jizu Ajza. So I went to Bakoro. I said for Bakoro. Imagine. Tejri was not there. I was arriving from Surah to Bakoro. I memorized about 60 verses until I got tired. I was like, and when I was rising, I was forgetting. I was rising, I was forgetting. I was like, God, is this possible? I stopped rising for about three months. I got motivated again. Something, something else motivated me. I went back to it. I started rising again. I rising from Baqarah. I rising. I did the Muraja of the sixty verses, and I rising to verse eighty-four. So it's something. I got tired again until I went to a competition. I had to go to one competition like that, and I saw little people, short, little kids. Reciting the Quran with so much, uh, they were reciting perfectly, almost perfectly. The way they recited was, was Alhamdulillah, their recitation was so beautiful. I was like, Subhanallah, I was, I felt ashamed. And um, I went back to memorizing the Quran, but I did not start from Baqarah this time around, and I did not start from uh, Mulk, from Jizama. I just started from Baqarah, from neither did I start from the front. I started, I started from Surah to uh, Maryam. I memorized Maryam. I memorized Taha. So I memorized about three or four Ajza. But it was not in sequence. It was scattered. Scattered memorization. I memorized it on my own. So when I graduated, I had this feeling that. But before I graduated, when I was memorizing the Quran, I noticed some things. And one of the things I noticed that the more I memorized, the more it was easier for me to grab things. Grappling was, grappling was very easy. In class, I was performing better than when I, I had not memorized up to this ayat. So I knew that this one, this is one of the mu'ajizat of memorizing the Quran. Because no matter <clears throat> if you memorize the Quran, surely your brain is going to be, your, your, your IQ is going to be calm, is going to be higher. This is no, there's no doubt in this. So after memorizing, after that, I left secondary school. I came to Mahal al-Arabi. No, before I came to Mahal al-Arabi, I went to, I continued, I furthered my Arabic education in the uh, the, the advanced madrasa for our school. I did not spend much time there. I spent about four months or five months. But then we were not serious with the Quran. Actually, the Quran was not the major thing there. It was majorly Q Arabic. It was majorly Arabic and likes. So I was not, I, but I was, I wanted to memorize the Quran, so I was memorizing on my own. There was this stars like that, Ustaz Muti'ullah, was always 
motivating me to tell me not to give up this Quran memorization has also helped me a lot so I memorized just two surah a day I memorized Fatih and Surah Al-Hujurat I stopped again until I came to Ibadan left to Ibadan to memorize the Quran and during this period when I came I was with some I had a mentor here Brafford had so it was my mentor was always telling me to memorize but unfortunately i didn't, I didn't even know what happened but i felt the or the 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 zeal i had for the quran it died i don't know i, was, I became on i became non-talent about memorizing the quran i was not interested in it i was not that interested in memorizing the quran anymore i don't know why but someone was always telling me that you need to memorize the quran for so and so reasons and somehow i got challenged again i enrolled in a mad al-qadi al-alimi and this is where my Quran journey started. This is the real uh, starting of this is the real. This is when I started the Quran, really. Like this is the real memorize. The first real memorization I had was at Mahad al Qadir Alimi. So when I got there, it starts. It starts of what? He wanted to test me because I wanted. When I got there, I was like, I memorized. And memorized about four Jesus. So let me start at Surah Al Ahqaf and just complete the Muraja and continue like that because I don't, I don't because I've been hearing stories about people memorizing Quran in a year, a year and a half. I just was finished in a year and some day, probably some few months and get out. So I was in East. So when I got to Ustaz Sabur, I told him what I wanted. And he told me, You are not to dictate to me. I'm your teacher, I will dictate to you. So he told me, he tested me. And he asked me to write, I could remember he asked me to recite Surah Teen and SubhanAllah. I recited, but so my recitation was so poor, Allah. And it was like, SubhanAllah, you cannot start from Haqqaf when you've not, you've not learned to read. You don't know how to recite the word, your heart is just zero. I was disappointed, but I was like, I was, I felt sad. I was like, what do you mean? I was like, in my mind, I was like, what's this? What's all this now? I'm like go back to Surah Jesus Amma. So he said I was starting from Jesus Amma. And I started again. In fact, the first I spent about three days learning how to pronounce Bismillah Rahman Rahim correctly. So the journey went and Alhamdulillah it was a very beautiful journey. Because I remember I was it was always correcting me. He was he was he had zero tolerance to bad recite bad recitation. That is to that, so it, and it helped me a lot. So it was very vast in the Qiraat also, and I learned a lot from him. I learned Tajweed, but the Tajweed I was now I was learning now was practical Tajweed, not theory. So I learned the practical Tajweed, and Alhamdulillah, it was it, it was a beautiful journey. I finished Juz Amma and Mulk in some few months, and I started Mujadala. But you don't finish Mujadala. Until he told me one day that he wants to relocate, that he's going, he's leaving Ibadan for Lagos, and unfortunately, Mahad al Qadi al Alimi will cease to exist. Wallah, I felt heartbroken, cause he promised. I felt, in fact, at that time I used to think he betrayed me, because he used to tell me that Inshallah I will finish memorization with him. So when he told me he's leaving Mahad, because every after we finish every juzu, we used to do something called bath. And this bath is like you write an exam to move to the next jizu. So when you finish the first jizu, you do muraja of what you memorized before you move to the next jizu. 
So he told me I will no longer the mother's house used to exist here in the pattern. So I was really, really disappointed. But he told me not to worry that he will transfer me to another madrasa where I'll continue for free without paying. So I said no problem if the if I'm uh, if the method they use also very good. So I was transferred to uh, the madrasa of Sheikh Animashaw, Sultan Animashaw of Mahal Arabi, and there. Allahu Akbar, I faced a lot of challenges there. So I got to start at Masham. Masham. The Marasa is also the problem is that they were not fast with more with memorization. But their revision of Muraja is subhanallah mashallah. They had their Muraja is quite okay because in a week we could just memorize two pages and the rest of the days we will we will revise that. We will revise we just we will spend it revising those two verses, those two pages we memorized. So it was okay for Moraja, but very bad for Hives. Seriously. And sometimes we start that Masha will not be around, so his brother will come to take us. Muhammad and Masha. That was how I memorized the Quran. I no, I did not finish there. I also memorized three verses there. I remember one day when we were memorizing, and he told me, because when I got there, he told me to start from Surah Fusilat. Then from Sufilat, I would join it, I would memorize it down to Surah Al-Mujadala. But unfortunately, I was, I told him that I was, I've not, I, I wasn't done with Juzul Mujadala. So he told me to memorize, I should memorize, I should memorize, I should memorize the two uh, parts from Juzul Mujadala and um, Juzul Fusilat. I should memorize both simultaneously. And it was very difficult, but since I thought it would be better for me to memorize the Mujadala, I left out of the class and I started memorizing. Uh, that of Mujadala. So until one day he called me to memorize and I was unable to memorize. I was, he, called, he called me to recite and I was able to, I was unable to recite. That day I was keen seriously. I was beaten seriously. And since then I'd, I had this feeling that I wasn't with my father. I will leave this madrasa because of uh, because of it was he used to beat us severely. If you fail, if you fail, if you fail to um, recite well, if you do not recite well or you did not, did not do Muraja, you are in soup. So after three months, I, I left the madrasa. Why? Because of the punishment. It was too much. So I left the madrasa. I will not get, <laughs> I will not get this beating. So I left the madrasa. Do I memorized about three adza there? So when I went to him, I was like, I was talking to myself. I felt like I was not being serious with Muraja. I was not being serious with this Quran because I was not stable. I'm just leaving one madrasa to another madrasa. So. On getting back to Ibadan, I had this asthma that inshallah, the next madrasa I'm going to start, I'm going to start, I'm going to continue and I will finish the Ibnillah Ta'ala. So I enrolled that Mahal Ayubi, my stars, my current start. <coughs> and there, Alhamdulillah, I memorized the old, the, from Fusilat to Baqarah. I did Muraja'ah. But, the thing was that I started the, this this serious memorization from Fusilat, I think September 20, 2017, and was it September? I think October 2017, and Alhamdulillah, I finished, um, I completed it July 8, 2018. But during this period, I wasn't, the things, most of the challenges I faced was that it was it was very it was I, I i was able to memorize that quran so fast because there was competition i was competing with somebody that's one and it was that time for me 
so then i started with about a page later I increased it to pages three pages four pages five pages until i increased it to eight pages until i increased it to eight pages and normally i will start he has this plan that when you memorize um five when you memorize five jesus you need to stop to do moraja or the whole five jesus you need to recite the whole five jesus before moving to the next five jesus so i felt like it was making this thing slow so i stopped that memorization when you ask me that have you memorized have you stopped to remember, to do this uh, to to revise these five adjustments that you just memorized i'll tell him yes i have Meanwhile, I just recited it. I did not. I did not actually recite it um, from my off head. So I'll just recite like that and continue. So it affected me a lot. So when I completed Moraja, the revision, when I completed the youth, and I was to come back, he had plan. He has this um, table for Moraja. When you complete your health, you need to. You, you the, the way you are going to do Moraja is you are going to about do about eight rounds of Moraja. The first round is you recite 10 pages daily for 60 days. Then next round you recite a jizu, that's 20 pages daily for um for a month. Then next one you're going to memorize two ajizah daily, two jizus daily. That's six uh, that's 40 pages for 15 days. Then you recite three jizu daily for 10 days. Then you recite five days daily for six days then write ten then write half of the quran then inside the whole quran and i sit in so i started for with 10 pages daily subhanallah because i did not memorize well when i was memorizing i was memorizing anyhow sometimes i would not decide to do that i'll just memorize and jump recite memorize without moraja i found the first 10 pages so difficult wallah i was it was like i was remember i was memorizing the quran again because in fact it was it got to a state that i will start my i will start um, revising some verses especially surah to yunus and tauba <coughs> especially surah to yunus and tauba it was like i was i it was like i had never i, I did not memorize it before it was like i just recited the place before and when i came out it was like i was memorizing it again it was so difficult that subhanallah but i was determined that inshallah this time around i want to make i want to make him well established in my mind so i did the moraja with difficulty i finished second one was a bit better than the first the third and when it was the fourth one i stopped again i felt like since i'd i've memorized the quran i've established it to an extent so i felt like there was no need to continue in jari so i just went to the start i want to stop so he told me it was like he wanted me to recite the whole quran as in on the sitting but i told him ah, this is enough for me to as in is, there's no need for going through that stress like so he told me i was to okay he just told me to bring the whole quran that says i should do more of the whole quran and he would do what they call bath they give me jaza so i brought the whole quran and i brought it in half i brought it um in two divisions i brought half from surah al-baqarah to surah al-kahf then he, told, he did bath for me that is he would throw questions to you and you recite from there to so so to an appointed um reverse so i did that for surah al-baqarah to surah al-kahf and I came about a week after for Surah Al-Kahf to Surah Al-Nas. And he wrote down the Ijazah for me. No, he did not give it to me. He wrote down the Ijazah for me. And that was about two years ago or three years ago. So after that, I did not, I did not do Muraja. Since then, I was just doing Muraja in kind of 
it was not straight Moraja. Maybe I would recite, I would do Moraja of this place. I say only when I went, went close to Ramadan is when I used to be serious with Moraja. So recently, Alhamdulillah, I told me to come back for the Moraja and to recite the Quran, inshallah. I have plans to recite, the, to recite that. So this is my case of the Quran and one of the uh, things that I see is that I was, I had a lot of mistakes. I did, I committed a lot of mistakes and these mistakes will be highlighted inshallah. So, for one wants to memorize the Quran, you need a mentor, no doubt. And also you need to, um, ref- you need to understand the meaning of what you are memorizing. It aids Muraja a lot. When I was memorizing the Quran, I could, I remember, before before I started learning uh, Arabic, yeah, I could, I used to spend a lot of time memorizing just one page. I could not memorize a page in a day. In fact, the maximum I could memorize before I learned Arabic was about, I think, eight verses, short verses. I could not memorize more than half page a day because I was not familiar with the words. But when I started learning Arabic, I found it easier. I could easily decipher what the ayah means and to, to stick to my brain when memorizing. So learning Arabia helps. It aids. These are one of the things that aids Quran memorization. Learning Arabia, having a mentor, learning Arabia, and also reflecting over the ayat. Sometimes you might forget an ayah, but because you understand Arabia, you I remember the meaning. Once you understand the meaning. Example, I want to remember, I want to remember the verse where Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, where Yusuf Ali Salam was um being, it was, it was when he was being chased by um by um the wife of the of the of the governor of Misr. Most times, these verses I do memorize them. I do understand. I do remember them. I do remember these verses with their meaning. So when you remember the meaning and you translate to Arabic, if uh, if it's correlated like that, if it is like that, you will remember the rest. So understanding Arabia, it helps a lot. And if you do not understand Arabia, what you should do is you should always take the English Quran with you. At least find the time to recite, to read, or, or before you memorize recite or read the English meaning the meaning of what you want to memorize so it's to aid you memorizing your Quran it helps a lot Allah so learning Tajweed and understanding Arabia is so important very important I'm sorry learning Tajweed and having a Murabi a mentor is very very important so as regards this question people ask it questions about the guys time in the number of um yes the recommended time to memorize the Quran. Actually there is no to me I think I think there's no muddha period to memorize the Quran. There's no muddha to mustaqillah there's no um, fixed period to for one as in the standard period the standard um, number of years or number of standard duration. I don't think there's a standard duration. It depends our our way of grasping things is different. So it depends on you, but it's the it I think is better for one to at least a year or sorry at least a year, maximum ten years or fifteen. You can use as as long as you want to rise. But the most important thing is that do not wait. It is important that you do not wait for 
you for the condition of the Qur'an before you do murajah because you will forget. You might not be serious, so you need to, as, as you are memorizing, you need to start, you need to revise. You need to revise as you are memorizing. So it's very important. So how do you memorize? What are the things? Before I talk about how, mem how you memorize, I want to talk about distractions. Those things that distract most people when memorizing the Quran. One thing Ibn Qayyim rahimahullah mentioned in his book about um, Quran. One wants to memorize the Quran. Normally, everyone has to leave music. Listening to music is haram. According to the ijma, the consensus of the consensus of the scholars, they unanimously agree that listening to music is haram. But while you are now memorizing the Quran and you will listen to music, you will find it difficult one to memorize it. And if you are able to memorize it, you will never be able to reflect in its meaning. So Ibn Qayyim says, you see the music and the Quran, they are two things that can never become, it can never come together. They can never come together in the same art. It's either music govern the art or the Quran governs the art. So you need to be fired from music, you need to leave music you need to lower your gaze because all these things they um reduce one's iq your your brain your yes reduce one's iq so you need to do things that as bab um things that will make your you should look for ways to improve your your iq to memorize the quran one of the things you need to do is that I used to advise people that whoever wants to memorize the Quran should always try to memorize the Quran around 4 to after after Fajr. If you cannot memorize before Fajr, try as much as possible to memorize the Quran after Fajr. Because the Quran you memorize after Fajr, it will stick to your edge than that that you memorize after in the afternoon or in the evening. The best time to memorize the Quran, let me not lie to you, is in the middle of the night. Wallahi. The best time to memorize the Quran, you can try it. The best time to memorize the Quran is in the middle of the night. Ask anyone who is memorizing the Quran or when, anyone who is an expert in this um, field. Because when you memorize the Quran in the middle of the night, firstly, probably you slept before that time. When you wake up, your brain is more active than um than it is during the day why you memorize and actually memorizing the quran why it is better to memorize the quran in the night is because the ulama they used to say things done in secret one they have more reward and it has more benefits that things done openly why memorize the quran you are seeking knowledge in secret and seeking knowledge in secret is one of those things that um, increase the reward of that of that, that anything that you do in secret in good it has more rewards. And that's what that, the proof is that of the uh, that's what that says uh uh um fani wa into tuhal fukara fahua khayu lakum. 
and if into um into the salakati for the imahi when you um you 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 make your salaka openly you give salaka out you give charity out openly it is a good thing and if but if you make it secret that is you do it secretly it is better for you so also this is applied to seeking knowledge and every other about that when you do when you pray you do your qiyam laid secretly and when you do it openly that that you doing secretly that, that 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 you have done secretly is better than that you have done openly also seeking knowledge when you seek knowledge in an open place it has as when you seek knowledge in a closed place in way secretly it has more reward than seeking knowledge openly um so this is the first thing try as much as possible to memorize in the middle of the night try try as much as possible to memorize in the middle of the night and try to avoid um too much intake of uh this um some scholars say it actually orange and them um, all these things but i don't really think there's a proof for this but try to eat a lot of zabib and teeth try to take um i think what's it called in english i think raisins also so it takes zabib a lot after if you can memorize then then memorize after subah and always do moraja of the verse of the page you memorize before moving to the next page do not rush hips do not rush rush it this is one of the mistakes we made when rising quran do not rush it finish if you find out that what you memorized yesterday you have actually forgotten go back to what you memorized yesterday and rememorize it and memorize it again rather memorize it again so this way it's going to stick we know of people that used to memorize the quran for the little page they recite it 400 times the move to the next page so you can make your muraja so strong it's very important make it so strong so because there is a sin there is no sin for one who memorizes the quran would refuse to memorize the quran probably out of laziness or out of urges out of any any other thing but there is sin upon one who memorizes the quran and forgets it you memorize the quran you don't forget it you have a, there's a sin upon you as that's one of the greatest alpha one of the greatest um, um losses so if you memorize the quran and you forget it is is something very bad very bad so also try to avoid anything that can distract you from rising the quran themes games and every other thing try to avoid all these things because they will not they will not if you do not benefit you in any way and another thing another factor that helps one memorizing the Quran is that you surround yourself with people who have the same Gordu as you have. The same ham, their hamu is the same as yours. That is, their vision is the same as yours. Those who have the vision, they have the thought. They, have, they also um actually want and they are trying to actualize their thought, their intention to memorize the Quran. They also have the intention of memorizing the Quran. They have the intention of memorizing the Quran, so you have you have to surround yourself because when you feel down, it's it's not possible for you to memorize the Quran and not feel um feel like giving up at some sometimes sometimes you feel like giving up, especially when you get to some the ayat with mutashabihat. 
and that's if even if that's if you are not um okay when you get the ayat from tashabi what ayat i mean the ayat from tashabi are those verses that have similar text they're very similar they're very very similar Example is Afalam Yasiru fil out Kaifa Kana Akbatulena Minkoblihim. Kanu Ashada minhum kuwa. There's no one aya. Then Kanu Akhtar minhum washada minhum kuwa. And the aya. Kanu Akhtaru Athan also different ayat like that. They kind of differ they kind of um define just little their their differences are not that much. So they seem similar. So how do you treat ayat in Mutashabihat? This question comes it pops up a lot the simplest way to treat in fact there's no way to treat ayat al-mutashabihat than continuous and consistent muraja continuous you persist continue to write do to to do muraja if remember we all memorized we all memorized what will kafirun there's ayat al-mutashabihat the way we are able to overcome, to conquer this ayat al-mutashabihat was that because we continue to recite, continue to recite, and continue to do muraja. So this is the same thing that applies to all other ayat al-mutashabihat in the Quran. Just continue to um, revise, to stick, inshallah. So you, you surround yourself with people that will always motivate you when you are down. Because sometimes you just you continue, you memorize and you feel like, God, is this thing going to stick at all? So don't give up. Do not also do in and also to to doing muraja when you now complete the Quran or when you've got into a um that you've memorized a tangible amount of from the Quran and you want to do muraja. I used to say that there are many ways to do muraja. There are many ways to do muraja. The best way to do muraja is as you are memorizing, revise that surah. That you memorized before moving to the next surah, continue to revise it and always pray with it. That is when you are in your salawat, when you are observing your salawat, if you are the imam or you if if you stand up for qiyam al-layl, always make sure you recite the Quran that verse that you memorized. Recite it on your in your salawat. Recite it in your salawat and also always access seek Allah's assistance when doing muraja when memorizing the Quran. So. Always recite it in your Qiyam al That's the best way to do Muraja. Once you finish it, revise it. Do not move to the next Surah until that Surah you memorized is well established. It's the best way. Sincerely. It is well established. That is Fatiha. Before you move to the next Surah. Though this might take a long period of time to finish your Quran. Once you finish, you obviously Without doubt, the Quran is going to be well established. You don't need to do another extra muraja. You don't need to do another extra muraja. But the worst form of muraja is muraja tubatni qita. Muraja that has inqita. What's inqita? Breakage. Do muraja today. Leave it for two weeks. Then go back to it. One thing the ulama used to say about Quran is that when you, when you recite the Quran today and you leave it for two, for a day, it will leave you for two days. You recite the Quran today, probably you recite or you revise or you memorize. Once you leave it for a day, it will leave it for two days. The ulama used to say, 
talk about if you give knowledge seeking the whole of you it will give you just part of it that is when we apply it to quran memorization if you if you give your full time to memorizing the quran it will only give you a part of it and if you give a part of yourself to the quran it will not give you anything so you need to continue to memorize, memorizing the Quran. You need to memorize the Quran every day. You need to do muraja at least. Even if you cannot memorize every day, you need to do muraja every day. So don't stop muraja. When you stop muraja, when you didn't have for muraja, it will leave you. Continue to, um, it will, it, it, the fastest thing to forget is Quran. It's the easiest to memorize and it's the fastest to evaporate, to disappear. The fastest. So one of the worst form of muraja is also to um. To, to do a itimad, to depend solely on listening to muraja, to, um, to probably audio recitation of the Quran. If you, if you, if you depend solely on, on, on listening to recitation without going back to the Quran, it's, a, it's not so good. No, it's not available to some people, though, but it's not so good. In fact, a lot of people forget. So, don't do inqita' and inshallah you'll be able to establish the Quran so well you at when you follow when you follow the steps inshallah. Also remember to always purify your niyyah to always do tajdid on niyyah to always um uh, renew the purification of your niyyah of your intention because on the day of qiyamah. Three people will be called. Firstly, amongst the Muslim, three people will be called for Islam. The first person is one who memorizes the Quran. He has memorized the Quran, he taught the Quran, even perhaps probably has done so well in the Quran and he is well versed in the Quran. When he is called to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will be asked. What did, what did you do on earth? So you will say, Ah, yeah, Allah, I did so and so. I memorized the Quran for your sake. I taught you for your sake. I recited for your sake. I My recitation was so perfect. I did all this for your sake. And another one that will tell him that, You lied. You only did all this so that people might say, MashaAllah, this person has done well in Qira'ah, he's a Mukri. Is from the Quran, is this and that, so he might be pleased. So Allah will order that he should be thrown in Jahannam. Yes, we seek Allah's water as um, we seek his, we seek, we ask Allah's water not to make us not to make our abode Jahannam. And Quran be hujah for some people and be hujah against some. It will be a hujjah as an evidence for some people. And the Qiyama, it will serve as, serve as um, on the Qiyama, it will serve as Shafi'i for some people, as an intercessor for some people, and to serve as an as intercessor as, a, as, a, as an evidence against some people. That is, it will, it will come to antagonize them on the Qiyama. We ask Allah to make the Quran hujjah for us. We ask it to make it Rabi'a Qulubina. So this is all that I will say for for this for this um in this podcast inshallah.
anta waliyuha wa maulaha so let us take the import the um the, the point i noted about prejudication of niya every single every single in fact you might have started memorization with a good niya and eventually your niya spells just go back to renewing that niya that i'm not doing for people to say i memorize the quran i'm not doing this for people to say this and that i'm rising because of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and because of the reward i want from him so always do the deed of that niya always do it that's what i want to make this is worse subhanallah alhamdulillah ilaha ila ant astaghfiruka wa atubu ilik Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Lahu alhamdul hasan wa thanaa'ul jameel Wa ashadu an la ilaha illallah Yaqulu alhaqa wa yahnis sabeel Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu Good morning everyone My name is Bilal Abdurrazzaq And inshallah I'm titling this podcast as Tips to Memorize in the Quran So before I start this Actually this is my first time podcasting And I hope this turns out well and I do not do myself fit to talk about this, but the little experience I have, I think it is worth sharing. So, what and why should one memorize the Quran? Let me take it through an overview of what I'm going to talk about today, inshallah. I would like to talk about what and why one should memorize the Quran, the merits of the Quran, what are those things you need to hold with you when memorizing the Quran. What are those things you need to pay attention to? And I'll share my Quran story with you also, inshallah. And I'll be talking about how to revise, how to memorize methods to memorizing the Quran, easy methods to memorizing the Quran, inshallah. So, firstly, why should you memorize the Quran? As we all know that the Quran is Kalamullah, the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This Mujarrad. The fact that this Quran is the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is um enough as is enough as uh, a reason why you should memorize it. Because Odin Waman Yuadim Sha'a Iallahi fa inaha min taqwal kulub. Those who owed uh the Sha'ir of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, those who give it they give it uh they magnify the sha'ir of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whoever magnifies the sha'ir of Allah, then that the act of magnifying the sha'ir of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is from the taqwa of the qalb. It's from fearing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, why should we memorize the Quran? It is, there is no text in the Quran that says it is important, it's the, that commands us to memorize the Quran. Nor is it in the sunnah that we should memorize the Quran, but it is mustahab. It is loved that one memorizes the Quran. And this is gotten from many ahadiths of Rasulullah. One of which is that Rasulullah says, Inna lillahi ahluna min nas You see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he has kings and he has oath amongst mankind. Amongst mankind. So he was asked, Who are these people? He said, Whom ahli al-Quran? They are the people of the Quran. When I say people of the Quran, how do you become a person of the Quran? Is it memorizing the Quran? Ibn Qayyim rahimahullah says, A lot of people who memorize the Quran recognize the ayat, but unfortunately the ayat will not recognize them. So it's not a mujarrad of memorizing the Quran, it's not just memorizing the Quran. You need to memorize the Quran, you need to act by it. 
you need to reflect when you're citing it you need to well i'll mention all, all the things you need to do before it can be counted as one who is from the ahl al-quran the special kings of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it is also said in one of the ahadiths of rasul sallallahu alayhi wa that it will be said to the yuqali li sahibi al-quran it will be said to one who has memorized the quran and acted by it Recite and um, climb and ascend. Khatib al Baghdari, he mentioned in one of his hadith, he mentioned in one of his books that you see the Jannah is of 100 darajat. Darajat means level. So Jannah is of 100 levels, and these levels are proportion that they are divided with some portions in the Quran. So it will be said to you, recite and ascend. As you are reciting, when you recite above one level, then you climb you ascend to the next level. So you recite and ascend. Uh-huh. You see your position today, your abode today will be the last ayah you recite. So when you stop, when you are exhausted, when you've exhausted your ayat, the ayat in your brain, then you stop at where you stop reciting. That's good to your abode. So this is important. So whoever has memorized the whole Quran, definitely is going to be in the top level. His abode is going to be top level of Jannah. So this is that. Also, one who has memorized the Quran, it is said in one of the hadiths that uh, one who has memorized the Quran, his parents will be crowned on the day of Qiyamah with a crown shining bright under the sun. This is enough as uh, as sharaf for the parents. The parents will ask, "Why am I being, uh, why am I being uh, given this this um, uh, why am I being, why am I in this position?" So it will be said to them that your son did this and that. So this is why it's important to memorize the Quran. So the fadail of the Quran. So. Now, let's talk about how you start memorizing the Quran. One of our teachers, one of my teachers told me that if you want to memorize the Quran, do not ask. This question, people ask it a lot. But he told me that do not ask how to start. Do not ask. Just start. If that was tiring, Billah, start and stick Allah's uh, assistance. Because when you start saying, you know the problem with people that want to memorize the Quran and say, I want to memorize the Quran, I want to memorize the Quran. Their major problem is something that the ulama they call a teswif. What is teswif? Procrastination. I'll start, well, inshallah, I'll start next month. When next month comes, ah, I'm busy now. I'll start, I don't have time, I don't have much time. I'll start next two weeks. After two weeks, I'll start after my exams. After exams, I'll start after the holiday. So until they are not able to memorize anything from the Quran. So first kill that spirit of procrastination. Kill that spirit. This is the first thing you need to do. Kill the spirit of procrastination and start seeking Allah's assistance. Anything you want to do, seek Allah's assistance. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Taha, Allah increase say, Oh my Lord, increase me in knowledge. So increase ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to increase your knowledge and start. So how do you start? What do you need to do before you start? The first thing you need to do before start, you start memorizing the Quran is what? Tahsin and Niyyah. 
تخلص نیتک اخلاص نیه و تحسین نیه purifying your intentions why am I memorizing a lot of people memorize the Quran today but unfortunately the Quran has not memorized them a lot of people recognize the Quran today but unfortunately the Quran does not recognize them you see a lot of people memorizing the Quran because of competitions Quran musabaqat al Quran in fact some people have turned it into business where they memorize the Quran so that they might compete with each other and win washing machines get tickets to Umrah and the likes so firstly you need to do ikhlas on ask yourself why am I memorizing is it for people to say I am unhafid or is it for people to say MashaAllah his qira'ah is so beautiful Imam Al-Bi Rahimahullah he says in the song that فَرَأْسُ الْعِلْمِ تَقْوَى اللَّهِ حَقًّا وَلَيْسَ بِأَنْ يُقَالُ لَقَدْرَ أُسْتَاهِ You see the main knowledge, what is the, the real knowledge, is what taqwa Allah, is fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Well, it's, and it's not that they say, it's not, it's not for people to say, Laqadr usta, oh, the man has reached a very high position. So it's not for people to say this, it's that you fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the last one that I say is this, an ayah in the Quran supports this um, saying of Imam al-Biri. صائب التهائية يسي على سنة سيس القرآن إنما يقشى الله من عباده العلماء يسي دوز في الله سبحانه وتعالى among the servants are the knowledgeable ones so not just an alim that knows a lot but one that who is fearful of Allah سبحانه وتعالى is what you should be is what you aim to be so this is the first thing you need to do what تحسين النية secondly after you've done ikhlas and niyyah, then this is, the, this is the matter of the qalb. This is the first thing you need to do. Secondly, you need a mentor. Yes, we've heard of stories of people that memorize the Quran without mentors. But you, you need a mentor. It is very difficult for you to memorize the Quran without a mentor. One, you might not be able to discipline yourself. You may not have self-discipline. You might not be able to discipline yourself enough. And two, your qira'a, your tajweed might not be that strong enough to take you to that position. So you need a mentor, you need to find a mentor. And if you cannot find a mentor, I believe you can memorize on your own. But the best is that you should look for a mentor. So thirdly, you need to have sound knowledge, at least above average knowledge of tajweed. You need to have knowledge of tajweed. Because without tajweed, when you memorize the Quran, you get bored. One. Secondly, you when you recite yourself, you get you feel irritated when you recite. Because without Tajweed, your Qira'a is going to be spoiled, it's going to be ruffled, and it's going to be difficult for you to correct your Qira'a even after learning Tajweed. So you need Tajweed. You need Tajweed. And also, when memorizing, you need to... You also, you need to read stories about... I think this will help a lot, because this kind of helped me when I was memorizing the Qur'an. I read stories about... The Salaf, the uh, past predecessors, their stories with the Quran. So when you read stories about the predecessors, our past predecessors, the pious past predecessors, when you read the stories about how they memorize the Quran, you feel motivated, you feel enthusiastic to memorize this Quran. So one of these is uh, Shafi'i rahimahullah. He memorized the Quran in 40 days. That's how sharp Allah has, uh, how sharp his brain is. 
so and you read stories about the predecessors you if you can follow what their methods then you can you should so i said also that i'll be sharing my story my crystal uh my quran story actually my story is not that it's not an awesome story like that but i think it should be able to motivate somebody who is feeling down or who is kind of getting distracted i'll mention the mistakes i've made when rising the quran and the good things i think i did when rising the quran initially I never nurtured the feeling to memorize the Quran. I never nurtured the thought to memorize the Quran when I was young. Because the word half is, in fact, was not common where I lived. So I started the Quran. It was actually, I was forced to start the Quran. I was not really interested. I disliked Madrasa initially, initial stage of my life. I can remember those that taught me first. The first book that taught me the Quran, there were three twin, three, there were three plates. So I was always running from Madrasa until we located when my mom had to uh, look for an Ustaz, a private Ustaz to take me Quran. I did not memorize, I was not memorizing Quran. I, I was, I was to memorize Quran, but I wasn't memorizing. I was just learning out of sight. And Ustaz Ismail, Hafizullah. He taught me Alhamdulillah to recite the Quran, at least fluently, but not really with Tejweed, but at least for strength. And even I was not serious, though I was not serious, I kind of benefited a lot from Ustaz Ismail. So, it went on like that. I was not memorizing, but I'd, I could remember my primary school, we were, the way I was, how structured, our primary school was to. Now, <coughs> so, sorry. Now, our primary school was structured in a way that before you graduate from the school, you need to memorize at least a Jizu, a Siddiq. We had to memorize Jizu Amma. I did not memorize because I was not serious, but I was memorizing because the Quran was kind of. I was familiar with Surah, with surah just because the chorus and everything. But I never had the mind to memorize, I never had the thought to memorize. I was not interested in memorizing. In fact, my brother was ahead of me memorization during those days. So after primary school, I and I, I, the, I enrolled in secondary school. The, the zeal to memorize Quran was still not there, but something came. I had the zeal to memorize, I had the wish to speak Arabic, just Arabic. Just Arabic. So learn Islamic. Uh, no, I wasn't even having the uh, thoughts of right to learn Islamic knowledge, but I want to I want to, to speak Arabic because when I see our teachers speaking Arabic, I so I got fascinated by what they say and everything. So I was always uh, wishing to be able to speak Arabic one day. And this was a bad nature actually because I was not I was not learning to I was not wishing to speak I was not not the thought to speak Arabic because. Of Islam or because I want to use it for the deen. I don't want to be able to speak it because I see people speaking it. I want to be able to speak it. I want to feel I'm on God. So. so until I got to I think SS class and I met the first half with a junior to me. And uh I saw the way we were praising him. He joined us and he was being held with a very 
was given a high position way because he had memorized the Quran and I was I felt somehow that this is your junior. So I became fr- I befriended that boy and he told me about his journey to Quran, to memorizing the Quran. Told me memorizing in three years and this that and all, all that. I felt like is this possible? How is it possible for you to place the whole Quran on your head? Like from Surah Al Baqarah to Surah Al Nas. Place the whole Quran on your head. Is it possible? I doubted this, but when I saw people doing it, I was like, ah, this is. I don't think it's possible for you, Bilal. But I, I started. The thought came. I, I need to memorize the Quran too. So I had to thought, just memorize the Quran and be able to speak Arabic. So unfortunately, we not, there wasn't much that physical in my area then so i started on my own i told myself i'm going to memorize it on my own then my tajweed wasn't wasn't up to average in fact it was not it was not good it was poor my tajweed was poor i could already decide currently but i could not i do not i did not know anything about tajweed i knew tajweed but it was just like the practical uh, the oral aspect uh, the theory aspect i don't know the practical aspect so i started memorizing the quran on my own I went to source, I went to Jizamma. I did Muraja of Jizamma. But it was, it was because I've done it several because of the how familiar I was with the ayat. It was so boring. Astaghfirullah. It was so boring. I stopped Jizamma. I went to Jizamulk. I felt it was so boring. I went to Jizamulk. So I stopped. I left Jizamulk. So I went to Bakoro. I said for Bakoro. Imagine. Tejri was not there. I was arrived from Surah to Bakoro. I memorized about 60 verses until I got tired. I was like, and when I was memorizing, I was forgetting. I was memorizing, I was forgetting. I was like, God, is this possible? I stopped memorizing for about three months. I got motivated again. Something, something else motivated me. I went back to it. I started memorizing again. I memorized from Baqarah. I memorized the, I did the moral of the 60 verses and I memorized to verse 84. So it's something. I got tired again. Until I went to a competition, I had to go to one competition like that, and I saw little people, short, little kids, reciting the Quran with so much. Uh, they were reciting perfectly, almost perfectly. The way they recited was, was Alhamdulillah, their recitation was so beautiful. I was like, Subhanallah, I was, I felt ashamed, and um. I remember I was memorizing the Quran, but I did not start from Baqarah this time around, and I did not start from uh, Mulk or Jizama. I just started from Baqarah. From neither did I start from the front. I started. I started from Surah to uh, Maryam. I memorized Maryam. I memorized Taha. So I memorized about three or four Ajza, but it was not in sequence. It was scattered, scattered memorization. I memorized it on my own. So when I graduated, I had this feeling that. But before I graduated, when I was memorizing the Quran, I noticed some things, wallah. And one of the things I noticed is that the more I memorized, the more it was easier for me to grab things. Grappling was, grasping was very easy. In class, I was performing better than when I, I had not memorized up to this ayat. So I knew that this one, this is one of the more desert of memorizing the Quran. Because no matter <clears throat> if you memorize the Quran, surely your brain is going to be, your, your, your IQ is going to be, come it's going to be higher this is not there's no doubt in this 
So after memorizing, after that, I left secondary school. I came to Mahal Arabi. No, before I came to Mahal Arabi, I went to, I continued, I furthered my Arabic education in the uh, the, the advanced madrasa for our school. I just spent much time there. I spent about four months or five months. But then we were not serious with the Quran. Actually, the Quran was not the major thing there. It was majorly Q Arabic. It was majorly Arabic and likes. So I was not. I but I was. I wanted to memorize the Quran. So I was memorizing on my own. There was this stars like that. Stars Allah was always motivating me, telling me not to give up. This Quran memorization has also helped me a lot. So I memorized just two surahs a day. I memorized what Fatih and Surah Al Hujurat. I stopped again until I came to Ibadan. Left to Ibadan to memorize the Quran. And during this period, when I came, I was with some. I had a mentor here, Brafford. So it was my mentor. He was always telling me to memorize. But unfortunately, I didn't, I didn't even know what happened. But I felt the 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 zeal I had for the Quran it died. I don't know. I, was, I became unserious. I became nonchalant about memorizing the Quran. I was not interested. In it. I was not that interested in memorizing the Quran anymore. I don't know why. But someone was always telling me that you need to memorize the Quran for so so and so reasons. And somehow I got challenged again. I enrolled in a Ma'ad al-Qadi al-Alimi. And this is where my Quran journey started. This is the real uh, starting of, this is the real, which is when I started the Quran. Really, like, this is the real memorize. The first real memorization I had was at Ma'ad al-Qadi al-Alimi. So when I got there, the Ustaz, Ustaz of Allah, he wanted to test me. I wanted when I got there, I was like, I memorized, I memorized about four Jesus. So let me start at Surah Al Ahqaf and just complete the Muraja and continue like that because I don't, I don't because I've been hearing stories about people memorizing Quran in a year, a year and a half. I just was finished in a year and some day, probably some few months and get out. So I was in East. So when I got to Ustaz Sabur, I told him what I wanted. And he told me, You are not to dictate to me, I'm your teacher, I will dictate to you. So he told me, he tested me, and he asked me to write, I could remember he asked me to recite Surah Teen, and SubhanAllah, I recited, but so my recitation was so poor, Allah, and it was like, SubhanAllah, you cannot start from Haqqaf, you've not, you've not learned to read, you don't know how to recite the word, your Makhari just zero. I was disappointed, but I was like, I was, I felt sad. I was like, what do you mean? I was like, in my mind, I was like, what's this? What's all this now? I'm like, go back to Jizuhamma. So he said, I was starting from Jizuhamma. And I started again. In fact, the first, I spent about three days learning how to pronounce Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim correctly. So... The journey went and alhamdulillah it was a very beautiful journey because i remember i was it was always correcting me he was he was he had zero tolerance to bad recite bad recitation he had zero tolerance to it and it helped me a lot so it was very vast in the qiraat also and i learned a lot from him i learned tajweed but the tajweed i was now i was learning now was practical tajweed not theory so i learned the practical tajweed and alhamdulillah it was it was a beautiful journey. I finished Juz Amma and Mulk in some few months. And I started Mujadala. But I didn't finish Mujadala until he told me one day that he wants to relocate. That he's going, he's leaving Ibadan for 
Lagos and unfortunately Mahad al-Qadi al-Alimi will cease to exist Wallah I felt heartbroken because he promised I felt in fact at that time I used to think he betrayed me because he used to tell me that inshallah I will finish memorization with him so when he told me he's leaving Mahad because every after we finish every Jizu we used to do something called bath and this bath is like you write an exam to move to the next Jizu so when you finish the first Jizu you do muraja'ah of what you memorized before you move to the next Jizu so he told me I will no longer the mother's house used to exist here in the pattern so I was really, really disappointed but he told me not to worry that he will transfer me to another mother's we will continue for free without paying so I said no problem if the if I'm uh, if the method they use also very good so I was transferred to uh, the madrasa of Sheikh and Masham Sultan Masham of Mahal Arabi and there Allahu Akbar I faced a lot of challenges there so I got to start at Masham inside Masham the madrasa is also the problem is that they were not fast with more with memorization but their revision of Muraja is subhanallah mashallah they had their Muraja is quite okay because in a week we could just memorize two pages and the rest of the days we will we'll, we'll revise that we will revi- we'll just we will spend it revising those two verses those two pages we memorized so it was okay for Muraja but very bad for Hives seriously and sometimes we start that Masha will not be around so his brother will come to take us Muhammad and Masha that was how I memorized the Quran. I no, I did not finish there. I also memorized three verses there. I remember one day when we were memorizing, and he told me, because when I got there, he told me to start from Surah Al-Fusilat. Then from Surah Al-Fusilat, I would join it. I would memorize down to Surah Al-Mujadala. But unfortunately, I was. I told him that I was. I've not. I, I wasn't done with Juz Al-Mujadala. So he told me to memorize. I should memorize. I should memorize. I should memorize the two. Uh, Part for Juzu Mujadada and um, Juzu Fusilat, I should memorize both simultaneously, and it was very difficult. But since I thought it would be better for me to memorize Mujadala, I left that of the class and I started memorizing uh, that of Mujadala. So until one day he called me to memorize, and I was unable to memorize. I was he called, he called me to recite, and I was able to, I was unable to recite. That day I was keen seriously, I was beaten seriously. And since then, I'd, I had this feeling that I was going to swap a circle madrasa in. I will leave this madrasa because of, uh, because of, it was, it used to beat us severely. If you fail, if you fail, if you fail to, um, recite well, if you do not recite well or you did not, did not do muraja'ah, you are in soup. So after three months, I, I left the madrasa. Why? Because of the punishment. It was too much. So I left the madrasa that. I will not get <laughs> I will not get this beaten. So I left the motorasa. Do I memorized about three adza there? So when I went to him, I was like, I was talking to myself. I felt like I was not being serious with Moraja. I was not being serious with this Quran because I was not stable. I'm just leaving motorasa and now motorasa. So on getting back to Ibadan, I had this asm that inshallah the next motorasa I'm going to start. I'm going to start. I'm going to continue and I will finish the Ibn Ta'ala. So I enrolled that Mahal Ayubi, my stars, my current stars. <coughs> and there, Alhamdulillah, I memorized the old, the, from Fusilat to Baqarah. I did Muraja. But the thing was that I started 
the, this moral, this serious memorization from Fusilat. I think September 20, 2017. And was it September? I think October 2017. And Alhamdulillah, I finished, um, I completed it July 8, 2018. But during this period, I wasn't. The things, most of the challenges I faced was that it was. It was very it was I, I i was able to memorize that quran so fast because there was competition i was competing with somebody that's one and it started that time for me so then i started with about a page later i increased it to pages three pages four pages five pages until i increased it to eight pages until i increased it to eight pages and it, normally i will start he has this plan that when you memorize um Five, when you memorize five jizu, you need to stop to do moraja or the whole five jizu. At least you need to recite the whole five jizu before moving to the next five jizu. So I felt like it was making this thing slow, so I stopped that memorization. When you ask me, that, have, you memorized, have you stopped to, memor- to do this uh, to, to revise these five adizah that you just memorized? I'll tell him yes. I have. Meanwhile, I just recited it. I did not, I did not actually recite it um, from my off head. So I'll just recite like that and continue. So it affected me a lot. So when I completed the Muraja, the revision, when I completed the Hayuth, and I was to come back, he had plan, he has this um, table for Muraja. When you complete your Hayuth, you need to, you, you the, the way you are going to do Muraja is, you are going to about do about eight rounds of Muraja. The first round is you recite 10 pages daily for 60 days. Then next round you recite a jizu that's 20 pages daily for um for a month then next one you're going to memorize two ajizah daily two jizus daily that's six uh, that's 40 pages for 15 days then you recite three jizu daily for 10 days then you recite five jizu daily for six days, then inside ten, then inside half of the Quran, then inside the whole Quran and sitting. So I started for with ten pages daily. Subhanallah, because I did not memorize well. When I was memorizing, I was memorizing anyhow. Sometimes I would not decide to do that. I would just memorize and jump, recite, memorize without moraja. I found the first ten pages so difficult. Wallah, I was. It was like I was. Remember, I was memorizing the Quran again. Because, in fact, it was it got to a stage that I will start I will start um, revising some verses, especially Surah to Yunus and Tawbah. <coughs> especially Surah to Yunus and Tawbah. It was like I was, I, it was like I had never I, I did not memorize it before. It was like I just recited the place before, and when I came out, it was like I was memorizing it again. It was so difficult that Subhanallah, but I was determined that Inshallah, this time I want to make I want to make the Raja well established in my mind. So I did the Murajat with difficulty I finished. Second one was a bit better than the first. The third and when it was the fourth one, I stopped again. I felt like since I'd I've memorized the Quran, I've established it to an extent. So I felt like there was no need to continue in Jari. So I just went to the start, I want to stop. So he told me it was like he wanted me to recite the whole Quran as in on a sitting, but I told him ah, this is enough for me to as in is there's no need for going through that stress like so he told me i was to okay he just told me to bring the whole quran that says i should do more of the whole quran and he would do what they call bath they give me jaza 
so i brought the whole quran and i brought it in half i bought it um in two divisions i brought half from source and baqarah to source al-kahf then he, told, he did bath for me that is he would throw questions to you and you recite from there to so so to an appointed um reverse so i did that for surat al-baqarah to surat al-kahf and i came about a week after for surat al-kahf to surat al-nas and he wrote down the ijazah for me no he did not give it to me he wrote down the ijazah for me and that was about two years ago or three years ago so after that i did not murad, i did not do muraja since then i was just doing muraja in kind of it was not straight muraja maybe i would recite i'll do muraja of this place I say only when I went, went close to Ramadan this is when I used to be serious with Muraja. So recently, Alhamdulillah, he told me to come back for the Muraja and to recite the Quran, inshallah. I have plans to recite, the Quran, to recite that. So this is my case of the Quran. And one of the uh, things that I see is that I was, I had a lot of mistakes. I did, I committed a lot of mistakes. And these mistakes will be highlighted, inshallah. So, for one wants to memorize the Quran, you need a mentor, no doubt, and also you need to, um, ref- you need to understand the meaning of what you're memorizing. It aids muraja a lot. When I was memorizing the Quran, I could, I remember before before I started learning, uh, Arabic, I could, I used to spend a lot of time memorizing just one page. I could not memorize a page in a day. In fact, the maximum I could memorize before I learned Arabic was about i think eight verses short verses i couldn't write more than half page it because i was not familiar with the words but when i started learning arabia i found it easier i could easily decipher what the ayah means and it would, it would stick to my brain when memorizing so learning arabia helps it aids these are one of the things that aids quran memorization learning arabia Having a mentor, learning Arabia, and also reflecting over the ayat. Sometimes you might forget an ayah, but because you understand Arabia, you also, I remember the meaning. Once you understand the meaning, example, I want to remember, I want to, I want to, I want to remember the verse we are asked when you used to Ali Salam was um being it was it was when it was being chased by um by um. The wife of the of the of the governor of Misr. Most times, these verses I do memorize them. I do understand. I do remember them. I do remember these verses with their meaning. So when you remember the meaning, when you remember the meaning, and you translate to Arabic, if uh, if it correlates like that, if it is like that, you will remember the rest. So understanding Arabic it helps a lot. And if you do not understand Arabia, what you should do is you should always take the English Quran with you. At least find a time to recite, to read, or, or before you memorize, recite or re- read the English meaning, the meaning of what you want to memorize. So it's to aid you memorizing your Quran. It helps a lot, Allah. So learning to read and understand Arabia is so important, very important. I'm sorry, learning Tajweed and having a Morabi, a mentor, is very, very important. So, as regards this question, people ask it questions about the regards the number of um, years, the recommended time to memorize the Quran. Actually, there is no, to me, I think, I think there is no muda 
period to memorize the Quran, there's no mudasa mustaqilla, there's no um, fixed period. So for one, as in the standard period, the standard um, number of years or number of standard duration. I don't think there's a standard duration. It depends. Our our way of grasping things is different. So it depends on you. But it's the it. I think it's better for one to at least a year or sorry, at least a year, maximum. 10 years or 15 you can use as as long as you want to rise but the most important thing is that do not wait it is important that you do not wait for you to, for the condition of the other hills before you do muraja because you will forget you might not be serious so you need to just as, as you are memorizing you need to start you need to revise you need to revise as you are memorizing so it's very important so how do you memorize what are the things Before I talk about how, mem- how you memorize, I want to talk about distractions. Those things that distract most people when memorizing the Quran. One thing Ibn Qayyim rahimahullah mentioned in his book about um, Quran. One wants to memorize the Quran. Normally, everyone has to leave music. Listening to music is haram. According to the ijma, the consensus of, the consensus of the scholars. They unanimously agree that listening to music is haram. But while you are now memorizing the Quran and you will listen to music, you will find it difficult one to memorize it. And if you are able to memorize it, you will never be able to reflect in its meaning. Allah So Ibn Qayyim says, you see the music and the Quran, they are two things that can never become, they can never come together. They can never come together in the same art. It's either music govern the art or the Quran governs the art. So you need to be fired from music, you need to leave music, you need to lower your gaze because all these things, they um, reduce one's IQ, your, your brain, your Yes, the reason I want IQ. So you need to do things that as bab um things that will make your you should look for ways to improve your your IQ to memorize the Quran. One of the things you need to do is that I used to advise people that whoever wants to memorize the Quran should always try to memorize the Quran around four to after after fajr if you cannot memorize before fajr try as much as possible to memorize the quran after fajr because the quran you memorize after fajr it will stick to your edge than that that you memorize after in the afternoon or in the evening the best time to memorize the quran let me not lie to you is in the middle of the night wallahi the best time to memorize the quran you can try it the best time to memorize the Quran is in the middle of the night. Ask anyone who is memorizing Quran or when, anyone who is an expert in this um, field. Because when you memorize the Quran in the middle of the night, firstly, probably you slept before that time. When you wake up, your brain is more active than, um, than it is during the day. When you memorize and Actually, memorizing the Quran 
why it is better to memorize the Quran in the night? Because the ulama they used to say things done in secret one they have more reward and it has more benefits that things done openly. Why you memorize the Quran? You are seeking knowledge in secret. And seeking knowledge in secret is one of those things that um increase the reward of that of that, that anything that you do in secret in good it has more rewards. And that's what that, the proof is that of the uh, uh, that's what that says uh uh um and if um, into um into the Surakati when you um you 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 make your sadaqa openly you give sadaqa out you give charity out openly it is a good thing and if but if you make it secret that is you do it secretly it is better for you so also this is applied to seeking knowledge and every other about that when you do when you break you do your qiyam layl secretly and when you do it openly that that you're doing secretly that, that 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 you have done secretly is better than that you have done openly also seeking knowledge when you seek knowledge in an open place it has as when you seek knowledge in a closed place in way secretly it has more reward than seeking knowledge openly um so this is the first thing try as much as possible to memorize in the middle of the night try Try as much as possible to memorize in the middle of the night and try to avoid um, too much intake of uh, this. Um, some scholars say it actually, orange and them, um, all these things. But I don't really think there's a proof for this. But try to eat a lot of zabib and dit. Try to take, um, I think, what's it called in English? I think raisins also. So it takes zabib a lot. After, if you can memorize then then memorize after subah and always do moraja of the verse of the page you memorize before moving to the next page do not rush hips do not rush rush it this is one of the mistakes we made memorizing quran do not rush it finish if you find out that what you memorized yesterday you have actually forgotten go back to what you memorize yesterday and rememorize it and memorize it again rather memorize it again so this way it's going to stick we know of people that used to memorize the quran before they reach a page they recite it 400 times before they move to the next page so you can make your muraja so strong it's very important make it so strong so because there is a sin there is no sin for one who memorizes the quran who would refuse to memorize the quran probably out of laziness or out of urges out of any any other thing but there is seen upon one who memorizes the quran and forgets it you memorize the quran you don't forget it you have a, there's a sin upon you as that's one of the greatest alpha one of the greatest um, um losses so if you memorize the quran and you forget it is is something very bad very bad so also try to avoid anything that can distract you from memorizing the quran Themes, games, and every other thing. Try to avoid all these things. Because they will not, they will not help you. They will not benefit you in any way. And another thing, another factor that helps one memorizing the Quran is that you surround yourself 
with people who have the same gordo as you have. The same ham, their hamu is the same as yours. That is, their vision is the same as yours. Those who have the vision, they have the thought. They have they also um actually want and they are trying to actualize their thought, their intention to memorize the Quran. They also have the intention of memorizing the Quran. They have the intention of memorizing the Quran. So you have you have to send yourself because when you feel down, it's it's not possible for you to memorize the Quran and not feel um feel like giving up at some sometimes sometimes you feel like giving up especially when you get to some the ayat with mutashabihat and that's if even if that's if you are not um okay when you get the ayat mutashabihat what ayat i the ayat mutashabihat are those verses that have similar text they're very similar they're very very similar Example is Afalam Yasiru fil out Kaifa Kana Akbatu Lenam Koblihim. Kanu Ashadamin Humkuwa. Then one aya. Then Kanu Akhtaw min hum washadamin humkuwa. And the ayah. Kanu Akhtaru Afafan. Also different ayat like that. They kind of differ they kind of um define just little their their differences are not that much. So they seem similar. So how do you treat ayat in Mutashabihat? This question comes it pops up a lot. The simplest way to treat, in fact, there's no way to treat Ayat al-Mutashabihat than continuous and consistent Muraja. Continuous, you persist, continue to memorize, do, to, to do, do Muraja. If remember, we all memorize, we all memorize Surah Al Kafirun. There is Ayat al-Mutashabihat in Surah Al Kafirun. The way we were able to overcome, to conquer this ayat of Mutashabihat was that because we continue to recite, continue to recite, and continue to do muraja. So this is the same thing that applies to all other ayat of Mutashabihat in the Quran. Just continue to um, revise, to stick, inshallah. So you, you surround yourself with people that will always motivate you when you are down. Because sometimes you just you continue, you memorize and you feel like, God, is this, is this thing going to stick at all? So don't give up. Do not also do in and also to, to doing muraja when you now complete the Quran or when you've got into a um that you've memorized a tangible amount of from the Quran and you want to do muraja. I used to say that there are many ways to do muraja. There are many ways to do muraja. The best way to do muraja is as you are memorizing, revise that surah. That you memorized before moving to the next surah, continue to revise it and always pray with it. That is when you are in your salawat, when you are observing your salawat, if you are the imam or you if if you stand up for qiyam al-layl, always make sure you recite the Quran that verse that you memorized. Recite it on your in your salawat. Recite it in your salawat and also always access seek Allah's assistance when doing muraja when memorizing the Quran. So. Always recite it in your Qiyam al That's the best way to do Muraja. Once you finish it, revise it. Do not move to the next surah until that surah you memorized is well established. It's the best way. Sincerely. It is well established. That is Fatiha. Before you move to the next surah. Though this might take a long period of time to finish your Quran. Once you finish, you very obvious. Without doubt, the Quran is going to be well established. You do not need to do another extra muraja. You don't need to do another extra muraja. 
but the worst form of murajaa is murajaa to batni qita' murajaa that has inqita' was inqita' breakage no murajaa today leave it for two weeks then go back to it once in the ulama they used to say about quran is that when you, when you recite the quran today and you leave it for two for a day it will leave you for two days you recite the quran today probably you recite or you revise or you memorize once you leave it for a day it will leave you for two days the ulama used to say if you give knowledge seeking the whole of you it will give you just part of it that is when we apply it to quran memorization if you if you give your full time to memorizing the quran it will only give you a part of it and if you give a part of yourself to the quran it will not give you anything so you need to continue to memorize, memorizing the Quran. You need to memorize the Quran every day. You need to do muraja at least. Even if you cannot memorize every day, you need to do muraja every day. So don't stop muraja. When you stop muraja, when you didn't for muraja, it will leave you. Continue to. Um, it will. It, it, the fastest thing to forget is Quran. It's the easiest to memorize and it's the fastest to evaporate, to disappear. The fastest. So one of the worst form of muraja is also to um. To, to do a itimad, to depend solely on listening to muraja, to, um, to probably audio recitation of the Quran. If you, if you, if you depend solely on, on, on listening to recitation without going back to the Quran, it's, a, it's not so good. No, it's not available to some people, though, but it's not so good. In fact, a lot of people forget. So, don't do inqita' and insha'Allah, you'll be able to establish the Quran so well you at when you follow when you follow the steps, insha'Allah. Also remember to always purify your niyyah, to always do tajdid on niyyah, to always um, uh, renew the purification of your niyyah, of your intention. Because on the day of Qiyamah, Three people will be called. Firstly, amongst the Muslim, three people will be called for Islam. The first person is one who memorizes the Quran. He has memorized the Quran, he taught the Quran, even perhaps probably has done so well in the Quran and is well versed in the Quran. When he is called to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will be asked. Now what did you, what did you do on earth? So you will say, Ah, yeah, Allah, I did so and so. I memorized the Quran for your sake. I taught you for your sake. I recited for your sake. I my recitation was so perfect. I did all this for your sake. And last one, I will tell him that you lied. You only did all this so that people might say, Masha Allah, this person has done well in Qira'ah. He is a mukri. Is from the Quran, is this and that, so he might be praised. So Allah what I will order that he should be thrown in the Hannam. Yes, we seek Allah what I um, we seek his, we seek, we ask Allah what I not to make us not to make our abode the Hannam. And Quran be hujah for some people and be hujah against some.
it will be a hoja as an evidence for some people. And Dr. Yama, it will serve as it serve as um on the Qiyamah to serve as Shafi'ah for some people, as an intercessor for some people, and to serve as an, an intercessor as, a, as, a, as an evidence against some people. That is, to, to, to come to antagonize them on the Qiyamah. We ask Allah SWT to make the Quran hujjah for us. We ask it to make it Rabi'a Qulubina wa Dahaba Hammina. So, this is all that I will say for, for this, for this um, in this podcast, inshaAllah. ربنا آتي نفوسنا تقواها وزكيها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها ومولاها. So let us take the the um the the point I noted about predication of Nia. Every single every single. In fact, you might have started memorization with a good Nia, and eventually your Nia spoils. Just go back to renewing that Nia. That I'm not doing for people to say I memorize the Quran. I'm not doing this for people to say this and that. I'm memorizing it because of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. And because of the reward I want from him, so always do the deed of that niya. Always do it. Rasulullah made this is worse. Subhanallah, Muhammad, Shallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Astaghfirullah wa Taala.